The Kutu Sichas Chelik Vov, Sicha Aleph for Parshas Mishpatim, the first Sicha for Mishpatim on page 130. In this Sicha, uh, the Rebbe will be discussing a, uh, a rule that Rashi brings down uh, in several places. And the uh, pro- problem that the Rebbe will address is why is Rashi find it necessary in the same portion to repeat the same rule in all four places, the same idea, concepts four times in the same Pasha, and in addition, there are also many places where the same rule applies, seemingly, and yet Rashi does not comment over there, uh, even in places that preceded uh, before the first place where Rashi brings it down. The rule we're talking about is the rule of Diver HaKosuv Behoive, which basically means that the description in the Torah uh, in describing a detail uh, doesn't necessarily mean that it's only that the detail in which uh, the rules apply to but rather um, rather the reason why a certain description is brought down is just because that's the common uh, case so this is the normal way uh, of the, uh, the occurrences in order to describe a situation, but that uh, detail is 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 only brought for that purpose, but not as a stipulation, not as a condition. Uh, it's not a qualifying aspect of of the case in front of us, and the Rebbe is going to analyze and show us how each one of these four cases and those of those cases that Rashi doesn't mention have something else or a little bit different and that will shed light and give us an explanation and understanding why we need it repeated four times because each time there is something different that Rashi uh, has to address which without the Rebbe's Sicha we don't pay attention, we don't come to that conclusion. The Rebbe's insight will teach us and show us how each one of the cases in you is unique. Aleph. In Haitiker Sedre, in this week's portion, in Fir Bazundere Erter, in four separate places in the portion. Dr. Rashi, Rashi states, Aklala rule, Diber HaKosuf that the verse talks and speaks in the common. The Ersten Mol, the first time Zokter Der Klal, Zokter Dem Klal, Rashi says this rule in Pasuk, in the verse, Vichiyig Achshur. Over there, the Torah talks about the laws when an ox gores. And uh, that's in Perek Chafala, Pasuk Chofches. So when an ox gores. Now, the rules that apply in those verses don't necessarily apply only if an ox scores. The same thing would be true if another ox, if another type of an animal would uh, 
with gore would also apply the same rules. The only thing is, the Torah uses as an example the ox, but it's not a qualifying point, it's not a uh, specific only an ox, but it's all of them. And why does the Torah mention the ox? Because that's the common, it's com- more common for an ox to gore than any of the other animals. And Rashi, as Rashi, Rashi says like this, whether it is a ox or whether it's any other behema. And v'chaya, behema is a tame animal, v'chaya in a wild animal, or v'oif in a bird. A bird can't actually gore. Uh, I don't think that a bird, gore, a bird can gore, but it means a bird who uh, does, uh, it's, that would do damage in a violent type of away in a way of negicha. So why does the Torah specifically say the ox? But the Torah talks by the common what the um, usual way to happen. It's more likely for an ox to gore than any of the other behem and chayyot to gore. That's why the Torah uses shot. So this is the first time in this parsha, in the parsha of Mishpatim, where Rashi gives this uh, example. Under Noach, and later on in this in the parsha of Mishpatim, Zokter, as he says this rule, in Noach Drei Vayter Dikipsukim, in an additional three verses later on, as will be discussed Kidl Kamon Siv Gimel, as will be discussed later on in Siv Gimel. So the first issue is. We have to understand that it seems like there was an earlier spot where Rashi would have to bring down this rule. Darfman Fashtein, we need to understand, Oich Fardem Posik, also before this verse of Vichy Gachshoir, the verse that the ox scores, Unindrizalber said then, it's still in the same portion, Pashtim Nishpotim. Zainan Dobsukim, there are verses women darf learning which we need to learn. Lukhaira seemingly as the prosik brings the batrefen the dugma that the verse brings the uh, specific example uh, in those cases neither fun was neither far was their based in but their din not because that the ruling fundam posik of the verse is dafkin by them their month noifin is specifically only in that particular situation nor but machmas them was diberakosu behaviors because the Torah is spoke in the usual way we have to apply this in a previous case where is the case lemoshim for example in posik there is a verse that says vichiyake ish as abdei goimer bashevet goimer this is in uh, so over there, uh, the Pasik is talking about if a person beats uh, uh, his slave uh, with a stake. So when if one kills his uh, slave, and it says with this stick, so then Nokim Yenokim, he would be put to death, the master would be put to death by the Misas uh, Saif. Uh, with the sword, he would be put to death, the master. 
then the puzzle continues, Ach, but if he lasts for a day or two, he doesn't die, then he says, he should not be avenged, and then he doesn't die, the owner. So that's the Allah. So here in this Pasuk, the Pasuk used that he beat him with a stick. It says, Bashevet. He beat him with a stick. But is in Pashtus, uh, in the simple context, Oich Vener Shlokt, even if he beats them ever the servant, Nit Davke, not specifically Mitashevet with a stick, nor Mit Epes Andesh, but with another item, he would also have the same rule he would be avenged for, and if he stands up for the day or two, lo yuka. So why does the Torah use specifically bashevet? He'll beat him with a stick. When the word bashevet in Posik and the word of, with a stick that the verse uses, is blois, is only machmazdem, because of this, was that the Posik talks the usual. The usual way to beat up is uses a stick, so it gives you an example of a stick, not necessarily there, not necessarily a stick. Over there, uh, Rashi doesn't say this. Rashi assumes that one will figure that thing out. The Zalbagifintman, and the same thing we find in Noch Afrir Dikun Pasik, in even an earlier verse. Uh, before this verse, the pasuk says, "V'chirivu anoshim v'hiko ishes re'eyu goimer." When uh, people will quarrel, perichofal uh, pasuk yitches. When people will quarrel and one person beats the other one, uh, so the Torah tells us what's the halachas, the payments. Was dort in that case is doch avade, of course, negeya is only important, nor the inyan only the aspect as vihika ishreyu. We're only talking about vihika ishreyu. He will beat his friend. In the previous pasuk, hitting it with a stick, there is some halachas the Rambam. Uh, Paskins is something we learn out from the word stick, even though the Pashtus it doesn't apply. It never speaks in the Horus. But in the case of Chirivan Anoshim, we don't care how the person came to Hikish Israel. So the main thing is what we're talking about. Uh, what's important to us is that we're important to us is that the person beat his friend. When the Gansakadoma and the entire introduction of the Khirivuna Noshim, that when men will quarrel, Kum is the only reason why we have that is because the Posik talks to the common. How does one come to beat his friend? They were must be quarreling first. And yet Rashi doesn't explain over there why the Posik says Khirivuna Noshim, that is because Bahiva. Isn't it move on? So therefore, we don't understand. Tarvos vart Rashi. Why is Rashi waiting? Midzayin Pirush with his commentary of the Brachos that the verse speaks in the common. 
until he comes to the verse that an ox goes he doesn't say this immediately by the first time at least from this the first time mentioned in this portion why does he wait till a later spot to give this commentary so we just showed that there is two cases earlier where Rashi could have said or it makes sense, we have to say the rule that the Pasik talks in the common way. That's why that's how we explain the Pasik. And Rashi yet doesn't explain there anything. So how come over here, uh, why does Rashi wait till this spot? Further also we need to understand why does Rashi repeat the same rule firmo four times? and they are very close to each other. Like will be explained later on at length. So basically, the Rebbe deals here in this ois with the rule that Rashi brings down that the Pasik is speaks in the common way that A, we find the two spots in the Parsha which Rashi has not commented, although there we also need to say that the reason why the Torah writes it the way it did was because the Torah spoke in the common way. And B, we're going to address later on that the same commentary that Rashi makes in three other places following this comment, even though they are right next to each other, and we should have known this already. Rashi comments one; it wasn't doesn't seem that it was necessary for him to mention it every time, over and over again. So, um, the Rebbe brought down that Rashi seems to repeat the same rule four times for no good reason the rule that that it is the common uh, example that is given but it doesn't necessarily mean that that's the only case uh, that that is not a stipulation it's not a condition it's not a requirement but rather it's just an example for everything else so Rashi repeats this rule four times, and the Rebbe brings down that in the beginning of Parshas Mishpatim, there are twice uh, where it seems Rashi could have also said the same rule, and we would, because over there too, we have to come on to this interpretation that the Pasik speaks Beloshin Hoive in the common case. Now, in Ois Beis, uh, the Rebbe will point that in the Gemara it seems that this rule is not such a rule that is taken for granted which means we don't just arbitrarily apply a rule that the Gemara needs in the Talmud it needs a special a limud, we need to learn out that it is actually the case that the mentioned case is only because uh, that it's only an example but it's not a requirement, it's not a stipulation uh, the Gemara proves it from different 
ways. But Rashi, in his style of learning, in the Pshutashil Mikra, because he does not bring any proofs to this, he just says the Dibra Kosuf that the Torah talks it seems that from Rashi's perspective, from the perspective of Shudashal Mikra, this is the norm, this is the way we should expect it. So certainly this strengthens the uh, question, why does it need to be repeated all these times? Because this is a rule that is based not on proofs for each case, but rather on the common understanding that an example is just used as an example. And then as the Rebbe asked, and then why did Rashi not bring that rule in the beginning? And in addition, in one place, as the Rebbe will discuss in base, seems to Rashi to um, sort of use uh, the idea of Divra Kosov Behoive and also say that this is stipulation. And as we learn inside, base, that Mokir fun Oddem Klal, the source for this rule, is Lechaira, it's seemingly Gennuman, it is taken from their Mishnah. This is a Mishnah. So the Mishnah says, when it talks about this first posse that we brought down over here, Ki Yigach. So the Mishnah says over there, that it applies whether it's an ox that gores or any other behema. And the Mishnah says further, likewise would be applied to a wild animal and to a bird has the same halacha. If so, the Mishnah says, Lomo nemar shoir the explanation in all this that we have discussed till now. At the time that the verse tells us a certain law in an oifun from Sipur Dvarim Lehabba, in a way of relating a a story in the future. If it will happen such and such, so then the law should be such and such. Then it makes sense to say, as the protein that the details which the verse writes in this story, they are brought to Oismolen to illustrate the Meura, the happening in the Oifen in the situation that is most common, which is Hoive. Under Shiz Ober, it is different, however, when the Posig Zokt, when the verse says, Agivisen Prat in them din a specific detail in the law. Dan is showing mer svaret then it makes more sense to say as der dosiger prat is bedavke, that this particular detail is a specific uh, 
on the river, and therefore, in Pasuk Vihirivon Anashim, the verse when the man will argue and eventually it says uh, one will beat the other one, that Rashi Nishbavoranen, Rashi needs not to uh, tell us over there to answer. As the Zauberdin, that the same rule from Vihika, that if he beats him, um, and then Vinika, um, Rak, that he talks about if he, if he smites him, and if he, if he dies, and if he, Nika, uh, if he doesn't die, Vinika Hamakia, so the one who beats will be cleared. And he has to pay rak shift to yitim, rapi rapi. All these pesukim is oich on vechiyirivun that this is true even without if proceeding by an argument. Varum Rashi doesn't. Uh, Rashi doesn't need to tell us that. Varum because hayoyz der prat vechiyirivun. Since the detail when they will argue is a prat in them sipur. It's a detail in the story. Unor in them sipur, and it only comes in the story. Is fashtandik, so then it's understood. Oich when Rashi says nit mefarish, also in situation when Rashi does not interpret it, adoses blois that this is only bichdeis to oismalon to illustrate, in order to illustrate the maura, the happening in an oifen harogil in a usual way. Same thing is in the verse, that he's going to beat him with the stick. Rashi doesn't need to caution us as the Zalber Din that the same rule would apply is also when the Shlogan is Nid Bashevet if the beating takes place without a stick. Nor but with some other type of uh, something else. Since, as the Bashevet, because the word, the description that with the stick is a chelik, is a part from the Bashraibung, from the Pasirung, from the uh, writing, the write up of what happened, of the happenings. Unor from the Pasirung, and it only comes in what happened. Be'eis as kumt ober, but at the time when we come to the verse, Suvichiyigachshoyn. Then the axe will go. Was there din ha'amur in Yenam pasuk, the uh, rule, the law, which is related, which is said in that verse, is nit lois negeya tsum bal hashoyr. That is not only important to the owner of the axe, nor aich um beiker, but also and mainly megeya dem shergufa. It's important to the axe itself. Sokil, Yisokil, Hashoyr. That this axe gets stoned. Kumdoh b'meila ui, so it turns out, then as the prat shoyr, the detail from the axe, agam sees oich as signun fun sipur. Although it is also in a uh, description of a story, yeah. Is a prat, but that is also a detail. Oich in them din gufa, but this is also a detail in the halacha. Ukiilu as vod gishtanen in posik. It's as if the posik would have said, as ashoyir vasod gishtoisen din noibiskila. An axe that gored has to be put to death by stoning. 
Kendon Shen Zain Aswade, so there there might be a idea as the Posig Zogdam Din that the verse says this rule Datke by Ashir Hanegeh, specifically by an axe which gores, or need by another Balchai and not by some other animal. The river Darf Dort Rashi Bavonen, therefore Rashi there has to caution Echot Shoir, Vechot Kol Behemo Chayevoif, whether it's an ox, whether it's any other domesticator, undomesticator, or a bird, but the Pasuk talks in the common. So the Rebbe in this ice, he answered his question. Uh, that he brought out right in the beginning of the Sikha, why Rashi does not comment uh, this idea of Dibir HaKosr Bahiva in the two places that preceded the Pasuk V'chiyikach Mishpatim, the one in the case of V'chiyirivun Anoshim, which precedes the laws of uh, uh, what happens when you beat him up, you beat up your friend about the Vinika Hamake and Shifta Yifta and Rape Rape. And the same thing is Bashevet over there. The Pasik Rashi does not explain that it's not necessarily when it's preceded by an argument and it's not necessarily when the master beats him with a stick. And the Rebbe explains over here that in these cases, this introduction is only an illustration of a uh, of a case uh, without implications to the law itself so there is no uh, there's no need to even uh, have to tell us that uh, it applies even in other scenarios not exactly as the Torah describes them because that's self-evident however when it comes to the case of the Chiyigach Shoir, which this rules, uh, this scenario is also something which is not just a scenario, but it also has the uh, implication on the scenario, because the ox itself needs to be stoned. In this case, uh, one might conclude that the penalty of skila would only come uh, if it is specifically the ox. And therefore, uh, Rashi needs to say, no, no, that it's the same thing by all, but it's Dibir HaKosu Bahiva. based on the above, but when Eich Fashtein Dem Tam, we can also understand, we will also understand the reason was in Pasik Mechashef in the verse, uh, the women sorcerer don't li- let live, Zokta Rashi Nocham Oldem Rashi once again, repeats the rule that the Pasik talks in the most common and he does not rely on this that he already said before in that when the ox gores that it doesn't mean only an ox but all uh, all types of of animals or uh, birds etc when Rashi wrote Gizogdam Klal, had Rashi just said the rule of Dibra Hakosu Bahayvet the Pasuk, the verse speaks in the most common, Blois by Vichiyigach Shoir, only by the verse 
Both men can't mean, and then you may have thought, Adosi is the far that this is for the reason was in Yenem Posik, because in that verse, the Retzich al Kolponim, it speaks uh, at least in a signal in The style is a style of a, relates like a story. Hagam, although as the Prat Shoir, is Negeya Oich Tundin Gufa, the detail of the axe is also important to the halacha because the axe is put to death. That you shall not let the sorcerer woman live. Since over here there isn't at all there is no relating here of a happening. Though is not here there is only a notification of what the law is. As that you shall not let live the mechashefa. Hotman can't learn, so therefore one may have learned as the din is dafke by mechashefa that the rule applies only to mechashefa. The Riber Zokter Rashi, that's why Rashi says, Echod Zucharim Echod Nekevis, that whether it's male or, there, or whether it's uh, females, uh, would still be Loisachaya. But the Pasik teaches us in the common, Shahanoshim Metsuyus Mechashos, because that it's women that are common to be sorcerers, and that's why it is only an example. So the Rebbe explained here in Ches uh, why Rashi needed to repeat the rule that the Rebbe asked in the beginning of the Sikha, why Rashi needed to repeat the rule a second, and soon we'll see about the third and fourth time, but right now the second time, after saying Ki she says again, and he repeats the rule that the same thing is by a Mechashev, by a male, and the reason Rashi needed it because the rule of Dibra we found in a case where there is a story relating to you a story, which is a story, it's a scenario, it's a short issue, but over there with implications to the ox itself, but yet the style is a style of a story, as opposed to Mechashefa, which is just a law, the Torah tells the law, there's no scenario here, and therefore in this case one could think that the rule of doesn't apply since the Torah just talks about a rule and in the rule it says a woman sorcerer shall not live, so one may have concluded that a male sorcerer could be allowed to live, to live, because the Torah only said it specifically to a female sorcerer. Therefore, Rashi needed to say, no, that in this case, the same rule applies, that uh, a uh, a male sorcerer, also cannot live, and the only reason, even by a law alone, that the Torah would mention one uh, category of Mahashefa is because that's the common case, but not because that, that is a specific uh, only to a woman sorcerer. Oistas, the Tam, Farvos in Posik, 
the reason, now the Rebbe is going to explain the third case, that the reason why in the verse of all the all widows and orphans do not afflict, Rashi needs to once again caution us that who adin l'chol adam, the same thing is any person you're not permitted to be ma'ana, to uh, cause pain. But the Torah talks by the common who usually are most vulnerable and people might uh, cause them pain. And that's why it's mentioned. So why does Rashi need to repeat this again? Uh, this is also a halacha, and just like by Mechashefa, by the halacha, we said that um, we know that it's only a example, it's only because of the common, but not because it is specific to Mechashefa, uh, so one can understand the same thing should apply here. Why was it necessary for Rashi to say this again? So the reason is that their klal, this rule, that Dibir HaKosuv Bahive, that the Pasuk talks the most common, in the style of when we learn things according to the simple meaning, plus lois, that would only fit when the Pasuk schreibt ein dogma in the case where the verse writes one example. Aber wenn es stehen in Pasuk zwei Dugmois, but when there are two examples uh, stated in the verse, kann man We cannot say, as the Pasuk read, behave that the verse is talking in the common. Worin dann wollte er geschrieben bloß ein Dugma. Before then, he would have just written one example. Die welche is mehr Motzi, the one that is most common. But in Pashtus, because from the in the simple uh, approach, Isaiah Zelton that would be very seldom as Tveidugmois that there will be two examples. So on Zain Punkt Gleich that they are exactly the same common and because they're so exactly the same common that's why the Torah would use them both because there is no one more than the other and that's why the Torah uses both. That's not something which would uh, make sense uh, in the simple level. And in such a situation when we do find to example as the Dugmois in Posik that these example in the verse Zainit they are not because the Torah speaks in the common, nor they are actually specific only in these cases. And therefore, when we come to the verse of Kol Almanaviyosuim Vert, when we come to the verse that any widow and orphan do not afflict, Vert by the Mchomish Lemikra Ashaila, there is a question that arises by the five year old who learns the Chomish. The since the verse tells us here two examples, is Dr. von Gedrungen, so from this we can derive as the Dugmois that these examples. Zainanit machmas dibrakosu bahivid are not because 
the Pasuk speaks of them because they're common. Nor is the Zainan Bidavke, but they are specific, is Doch Tamua. But that would be uh, surprising um, that this is uh, specific. See, then Megman under the mention Ye Pinekun, is it then allowed uh, to uh, afflict, uh, cause pain, to torture other people? Why does the Pasik actually say that any widow and orphan you should not afflict? So, notwithstanding that it's Ben Chomesh Limikra in the Darachapshat, we don't wish, we would not wish to say that in a case where the Torah gives two examples, that it is because of the Torah uses it just as an example, um, because it's most common, but because it's two examples, we would be inclined to say that it is specifically for the reason that it's two uh, examples. But then we have a problem, but why does the Torah it's hard to accept that the Torah would only say it in such a case because uh, it would not make sense that you should be allowed to cause other people pain. So because of that, so of them, on this, Zokta Rashi, Rashi says, Ubishinu Loshin, Rashi changes the language, and it says, Hu Hadin. Rashi doesn't change but it says who had been it doesn't start off that it's Allah's name, but it's just the same thing is true by all people Azavadeh is their din that certainly the halacha the ruling, the law Azmator Cain mentioned that it's not allowed to torture any person that is true on those was their posik zog dodi azhore, and this that the verse says here, particularly the warning, special, especially by Almonova Yosem, by with regards to a widow and an orphan, uret nor veg Almonova Yosem, and only stocks of a widow and an orphan, nor in Zegufa, within the uh, Category of widow and orphan, uh, the Pasik says, call Almon of Yosim, meaning all, all, any widow, any orphan over here um, is as the far, and the reason is, was Diber Hakosov Behoive. The Pasik speaks in the most common case, because they are weak in power, and it is a common matter to uh, afflict them. Because they are weak in power, it's common to afflict them. Therefore, it's necessary, special, especially Mazhir Zain, to warn them as menzol zeinit pinekun that you should not afflict them. So in this case, uh, the way the Rebbe explains it, it's not 
that they are just an example, but that's uh, they are specifically actually chosen. Uh, and Rashi is just saying, why do we choose them specifically? It's because it is common to cause them, and it's uh, common to afflict them, because they're weak of power, and that's why the Torah finds it necessary to use them as the people that you should not afflict. So while it's true that nobody is to be afflicted, but the Torah needs to caution more importantly by these people, so the Almon of Yosem are not just a sample of some people, but Almon of Yosem are actually specifically chosen, and it is because uh, their weaknesses that the Torah has chosen them. Um, so in this case, um, the Dibra Kosubahiva means that, uh, but it's especially the Almon of Yosem are mentioned, especially uh, because they need to be. Uh, mentioned specially because they're more inclined to uh, be suffering and they need uh, extra precautions. So this means, and as the Rebbe says in Ha'ara 38, that only the law of Loisa'anun would be by a uh, ordinary person too, but this Pasuk is only talking about Almon of because they need this extra precaution. Based on the above, that this will also will also be understood. Was that when in the pit the Torah says the axe or the donkey falls in, Davrashi onkumen so alimud Rashi needs to come on to a. a special teaching that the same thing is true for any animal or a tame or domesticated or domesticated animal and also needs to uh, explain uh, that the reason the Torah does use the ox and the donkey as an example kumen that they come in order to exclude from the law uh, a a person vessels that if an Adam uh, falls in and uh, into the pit and gets killed or Kalim uh, fall in uh, that they would be uh, potter. Vorum vibald as in posik shtein. Tseidugumois. Since in this verse it's mentioned two examples, shoir oichamoir. Is oib nidder limud, shoir shoir mishabas, had it not been for the special teaching that we learn from the Xerashova, shoir shoir mishabas, volt men gezogt, so then we would have said, as Balhabirishalim that the owner of the pit, the one who made the pit needs to pay him, etc., is Dafke by Shoir is specifically by the axe and the donkey.
that it's specifically by the ox and the donkey. Un esh der limud, and it's uh, first by learning out from the Gzir Shavuos, that tells us as Ruadin, that the same thing is true for all tame and uh, undomesticated animals. On the Tzveidugmois, so why is there two examples which stay in Pasik that say in the verse, Zainen Tzvei Miutim, they are two exclusions, Shoir Veloi Odom and Chamoir Veloi Kedem. According to this, we can say as Oich in them Posik Kifintman them Inyan von Dibra Kosul But also in this verse, we find the idea that as the Posik talks in the common. But to leave them alone, because just for that purpose alone. That we need two exclusions. It could have stated that a behemor was Then too we could have learned uh, is as the far is it's because their falling is more common as mentioned earlier in Zubais. So here the Rebbe answered his question uh, uh, that he had in Zubais that why would we need Rashi need to prove all of a sudden the idea of uh, who had din the chol behem of a chayu from a pasuk? If Rashi had already said three times before um, that dibur hakosuf behoivem, and uh, the Rebbe explains over here that when the pasuk uh, writes uh, two dugmois, we don't say the concept of dibur hakosuf behoivem on our own. We would not say that. And actually, in the previous case of Almonav Yosem, the previous posting, the Rashi said, uh, we, Taka said that it doesn't mean really the Hoive, the usual Hoive, uh, but it's Dafke uh, Almonav Yosem, as uh, we explained before. Uh, so, in this case, uh, when it says, it means only as as Badafke uh, would say, uh, but that's where Rashi brings a proof that it's not not Badafke. Uh, we need a proof that it's not Badafke, and Rashi learns that sure, sure. And yet, uh, uh, the reason why the Torah uses these two examples is also because of. Um, um, because we're coming to be Mimayat. So it means that the Torah wrote uh, these two things specifically uh, to exclude, not just as examples, because we don't write two examples, uh, but to exclude Shor Adam and Chamer Vle Kelim. 
But still, for the fact it says Shoir and Chamoir, a store of Behema Chaya, the Rebbe says it's still the idea of Dibra Kosu even though Rash himself doesn't say it over here because it's not necessary, because that's already understood, because we know that it applies to all animals, and in order to do Veloy uh, Odom and Veloy Kalim, we don't need specifically Shoir and Chamoir. You could say Behem and Chaya, as the Rebbe points out, so therefore we know. Also, here is the idea of Dibra Kosu Behiva. Even though that the rule that this Pasik speaks in the common is Virashot Mefarish given. So as Rashi explained in the Friedekipsukim the previous verses, need blois by a dugma, not only in an example, Vosvert Gizokt Bederach Sipur, which is related in a way of relating a Scenario, a, a tale, nor aich when the dugma comes. Also, when the example comes, vi achelik from the din gufa as part of the law itself, vilemoshul as for example by mechashef loisachaye. That in this case we say is the word mechash is the word mechashef. The word mechashef achelik from the din gufa it becomes a part. From the law itself, is the and still yet the example is said in a because it's more common for the women to be machashefes. So we find this is true in that case is over mistaber but it makes sense to say as in the mklal dibir hakosu that in the rule that the Pasik speaks in the common, Be'ez the dogma is a chilek fundam din. When the example becomes part of the law itself, there are certain limitations in which we will say, Dibra kosu behive. There are certain limitations. When the Torah read Bissignon Funasipur Meura was vet pasidin, when the Torah talks, in a language, in a style from a happening that will happen. The Pasuk describes, uh, illustrates the happening in an Oifnachimotsui, in the most common uh, situation. And even if it's a case where Darf to leave them, that because of this he needs to add. Extra words, as if in Pasuk, like in the verse, when people argue, and a man will beat his friend. So there's a whole extra Pasuk over here. Since this matter is written there in a signal, in a style from a story, Molder Posik Ois, so the Posik also describes, illustrates Oichdem Oifen also the way Vidos Vet Pasir, how it's going to happen. Ich Yerivun in Anoshim, and when people will quarrel. Hagama Sulibdem is a Mesiubirikeverta, although that in order to illustrate this, he adding extra words. Beis, the Posik Zokt. Aber nor dem din, 
if the pasuk at the time the verse only says what the ruling is, nit ubaser ki yitoreif that meat when it becomes treifer, nor ubaser treifer udidugma basoda treifer and then the example that the meat is treif in the field is a chelik funder hidoas din gufa becomes is apart from letting us know the halacha. Is mistaber makes sense as oich diprotim funder dogma that also the details of the example zanachelik funam din that they are part of the halacha that the details are part of the rule afilav and oich by an underfall even when also by another case is a zoyder din. And this example comes because the Torah talks a more common way. On the river, it doesn't make sense as to that in order to illustrate a common example, so the Pesach Moesiv Zayn Iberi Keverter to add, the verse should add extra words. Which do not apply or not important to the Allah itself. And it also makes sense to say, as in Pesach, that in the verse, that in Azafal, in this kind of situation, Shtein Bloiz Der Inyan Gufa would only state the matter itself, Gaveches Handelsich, would which we're dealing with. But not the way, the situation, how it happened. If that's not important to them, to the halach itself, even when they would not be adding extra words. And because of the Latin in Posik, we should have learned in the verse, as the two commoner word basode, that the actual word basode is with the verter ubasor treifer negates metzim din. It's just like the words the basor treifer that the basode is applicable, is important to the halach itself. Thus, this means as the isur is dafke by basor versus nitrigvarne sode that the Prohibition is only by meat that became treif in the field. The far is Rashi Mechadish, that's where Rashi comes up with no Avibai's cane. That also in the house itself. But the Pasik speaks in the common Mokim Shadarech Bahimali Torif. Would the animals become treif? As the cloud dibra kosu behive, that this rule of the pasuk talks to the kamer is oich when to leave them, kumtsu anibri kervort that this adds an extra word and a filav and dervort, even when the word is nit came prat in the minyan gufa is not a detail in the matter itself, nor that is blois, it's only a mokoyim shederach behemz latorif, it's a place, it's in a place where the place of the animals is to be uh, come to life. So the Rebbe explains over here that the reason why Rashi over there has to uh, explain this um, uh, uh, again by Bosser Trefa 
that it's Dibar Akosuv Behoive is because why would the Torah need to write Bechlal the extra word over here, Basode? Uh, in the this is the, we're talking about the halacha here. So, just basor trefa. Why why basode? If the basode is just a, a common place, it doesn't have to give you extra words. When these extra words doesn't help anything for the halacha over here, she just say basode. Basor trefa. Why basode? Uh, in addition to that. The place where it takes place, even without having extra words, why is it important to tell you where the treifa took place when it's not negated to the din? So one may conclude that the halacha only applies to the field. And that's why Rashi has to come out and tell us over there too.